This week on the Good Game, Bad Game podcast, Mike and I are talking about games for all ages. We're all inclusive here. And the emergence, maybe, of single player games. This is the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. This is a song I wrote about the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. Welcome back. This is episode 11. Made it to, uh, what is that? That's like preteen era. Um, so we're kind of hitting that awkward phase. Uh, friends around us, voice getting deeper. Ours still high, like a little flute. Um, Sometimes, not always, but <laughs> usually when it's most embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, getting those voice cracks <laughs> in. Um, but yeah, we're... we're Excited to have y'all back listening to us. Hope you had an enjoyable Thanksgiving. Um, and, uh, you know, enough of that. Uh, Mike, take us on a journey through your past week of gaming. I'm playing a game right now that's not new to me but I haven't talked about it on this podcast yet. And if I have, I might have just let it slip. So the game is I go into my web browser and I go to my Microsoft store cart and I <laughs> click refresh in hopes that my Series X has shipped. <laughs> and... Um, Still working on that game. Haven't beat it yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure I'll uh, update when I when I when I have an update. I'm honestly shocked that there there hasn't been even like you know any sort of rumbling from them in terms of like what's going on. That 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 is kind of surprising to me. I did reach out, and they're like. Uh, probably they they said by the 23rd which seems like what they're telling everybody at this point um which okay whatever it's you know <laughs> only um three weeks from now but i have other things to do <laughs> i just protect, I just protect it's, kind of, it's kind of interesting so I, microsoft almost kind of screwed themselves with me because um they updated and i texted you about this they updated the series x and they they improved like how fast it is and it's literally like so i have my chromecast my google tv on on one input and the xbox on another obviously and i can hit the power button on the xbox and the input on the tv at like nearly the same time and the xbox is to the home screen by the time i get there so like if speed of operating system is the main thing that these uh, companies are pitching like obviously like load times in games too is another thing but like mm -hmm. it's amazing how they, they could take a last gen console and i guess i'll call it like a mid-gen console and make it feel like a current like a new gen a next gen or whatever i don't know when we stop calling it a next gen but because like i remember with the ps4 they called it next gen for like three years of the life cycle <laughs> yeah is it is it really like is it next gen until you know essentially the like mid life cycle update happens 
listen, all I know is <laughs> it's the future of gaming. <laughs> nice. We got it done. See, I would call, like, I would say, like, next gen would be at, well, I guess at this point, I would still call next gen PS5 because I don't have it yet. But I would say, like, general right. population that does have it, like, to them, next gen should be PS6 or the Xbox. What would be a really stupid, confusing name? that Xbox is definitely going to name their next Xbox. Well, it's got to have an X or an S in it. Uh-huh. And that has gone across like all generations because for the original Xbox, there was like a controller S, which was just the smaller, like, you know, if you don't have big fat American hands, the controller that you can use. Mm-hmm. And I think the 360 had an S somewhere in there, and obviously the Xbox One S and the Xbox Series S and the X and all that stuff. So maybe maybe they'll maybe call it the Xbox. Xbox. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> I, I mean, just so I check all my boxes here, probably the Xbox Cloud X. <laughs> it's just gonna be Xbox. It's just gonna be. Um, X cloud, but <laughs> they'll just switch the X in the cloud and it'll be a little bit better and twice as confusing. <laughs> I think they'll call it the, so Xbox, the Xbox cloud, X. the Xbox one XS, uh, wait, the Xbox XS one 360. Pro series <laughs> XS. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> I, I don't want to laugh because it's it's more speculation than anything yeah that's true it's actually like there's spec it's speculation that holds some truths to it because we all know that it's going to be a confusing name um I, I wonder what the vegas odds are on <laughs> on the next xbox name Probably find out. um that's not a fun game i actually don't think i'd like that game i think that game would make me sad the game you've been playing of trying to win to see if you are getting actually getting your console yeah and not just giving microsoft a 500 hundred dollar loan mm-hmm. yeah no big deal but in other games um kind of a boring week i mostly just played madden and um got a little bit further in uh watchdogs and the halo master chief collection Okay. It's kind of a weird time where I, there's so many games I want to play, and I feel like I'm trying to... Um, hold on, i got to check another box. I need to crunch before um, I get my <laughs> Series X. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm playing like 80 games and making zero progress in any of them. Mm, mm, the old Spencer special. I like it. Yeah, well, I, like, at least you get platinum trophies. I just kind of get odd gamer scores. Yes, that's true. That's your claim to fame now. You get you get the dumb gamer scores, and I get a trophy that does not matter. So we we all have our things. Just want to say for the record, I got the first platinum trophy out of the two of us. You did. That's true. You getting I would be I would wager that you getting a platinum trophy therefore caused me to want to get a platinum trophy. Like like for a little bit there, it was like, well, I need to find something that I can platinum as well. And then I will admit I'm that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. No, no, I interrupted <laughs> you. 
<laughs> well, I, I, I will say that probably for a little bit there, if you had, like, I would check to see how many Platinums you had to see, because I would have, I had to catch up to you, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you had double digits before me as well. I might have, seven is the number that's like sticking in my head. But... Mm. Maybe. But yeah, I basically I'm pretty had sure to get I ahead of you. To you. I'm pretty sure I pitched it to you as like this most the most euphoric feeling you could ever feel. Mm-hmm. And this was <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how old I was, but this was as euphoric a probably I was probably in high school. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Early teens, about as euphoric as an early teenager can get. Better than sex and drugs. That's I was going to say, I believe I you. Yeah. Said, I don't know how either of those things. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I, was, I was like, okay, Mike's going to stop talking. And then I'm going to make the joke that you came up to me and said, Spencer, you know what sex is like? And I would go, nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the closest I think we can get. <laughs> Damn it. Oh my god! I love that you literally thought that this is this is why you and I are the worst and the best because we, we always know, <laughs> we always know what the other's gonna say. <laughs> yes, we always finish each other's sandwiches. <laughs> Sandwich. Oh, see, sentences. What? <laughs> what is that? No sandwiches. Idiot. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Anyway. Anyway. Um. That's, that was my week. Also, happy Diwali to anyone who celebrated that. Yes. There you go. Wow. And this episode is about inclusivity. I like it. I like it. Um, it's a nice thing about going to a primarily Indian uh, graduate school is that I get to celebrate all these holidays that I didn't even know existed and are actually kind of cool. Yeah. Definitely. Kinda puts white Christian holidays to shame. But uh, Yeah. White people food, worst food. I said it. Indian food. Great for the moment. Oof. Because of your white gut, it sucks on the way out though, right? Oh oh yeah. 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 I like it. I like the hodgepodge of uh of gaming that you're doing. You throw in a sports game, that feels all too right, and then you've got your single player esque game that you're working on, and then you also have another one. So, like you said, you're kind of working on too many games and uh with not enough time. I did briefly, I know we talked about this the last podcast, but I did briefly play that Immortals Phoenix Rising. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like, literally, how's that? Literally, as soon as we got off. Um, I honestly haven't played it enough to have a good opinion on it. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I kind of love the design of it. The gameplay, it's not my style of game as far as gameplay goes, but I mean, it feels good. Okay. Um, uh, I've heard mixed reviews. Uh-huh. Um, the main thing I think was like it would be a lot better if the world weren't so damn big, and that's my that's my thing. That's why I can't get into games. That's why I'm nervous about cyber. Mm. Is that like I think a world can be too big, but you're also talking to the person whose favorite game is probably Uncharted. So right where it like kind of keeps you confined. It has walls, right, it has right. bumpers, and you can't. I get that though. I mean, sometimes you need like a good, like just straightforward game. Like I, I know I appreciate them, especially after playing a huge open world game, like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, like just killed me. And then I'm trying to think of what I played afterwards. Um, but you know, just 
oh pro- i think it was last of us I, I worked on the last of us platinum and it just felt so good to go to something that was just for the most part straightforward last of us does have a bit of an open world uh mm-hmm. moment in it but like it's not anywhere near like the general purpose of that game so definitely uh i definitely have an appreciation for for both and yeah you can definitely have worlds that are too big odyssey honestly was just too big it took too long um still loved it but it, it was kind of obnoxious mm-hmm. how big it was <clears throat> um yeah uh for 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 me i played days gone and that was pretty much it i didn't really do too much else i started playing god of war on my vita the second one trying to get that done um that was that nice. was basically it you know uh busted out the vita though and that felt good otherwise it I'm has been bust out of vita oh yeah busting nut and busting vita you know that's what i it's oh. what i always say but yeah that's basically been Chasing it <laughs> With B and C. <laughs> Box number four. Oh my god. Yeah. Good, good, good uh, promotion. Nobody knows what that is yet. And, uh, well, we'll see. We'll see when that happens. All right. Let's get into it. Let's get into what this podcast is actually about. And that is Americans of all ages are spending more on video games. This is something that I love to see. This is pretty, it's pretty obvious as to why this is happening, I would say. Um, not only are people who had games throughout their life growing up and then, you know, hitting new age groups and still finding time to play video games. And then obviously, you know, younger generations are just going to consistently keep mm-hmm. playing more and more and more and whatnot. Um, so not only that, but I, I think a, a clear and obvious reason would be to point to the pandemic that we've currently had to live through. And so people are staying inside more trying to find ways to, uh, fill their time. And what better way than, uh, than video games? Um, so yeah, there was an article, um, there was a study that basically was just talking about how, um, you know, pretty much everybody across the board is spending more time on video games this year than they did last year, which is awesome. Love to see that. And, uh, I love, I love video games. I love Weezer and, uh, I want, I obviously want to see this <laughs> industry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but I do want to see this industry keep obviously growing and that's a, uh, a huge a huge factor is going to be people continuously spending and playing video games. Yeah, it's it's kind of cool and it's kind of been a hope of mine. Um I as someone who doesn't really care for like cable television or, or sitcoms or dramas or anything like that, I'd kind of like to see the video game industry take over that space. Um and I think with just how the the quality of games has increased over the years even you know they haven't even hit the full like cable tv audience i mean it's fun to watch people play video games now i mean look at look at streaming mm-hmm. but you know you could like i i um when i was playing the last of us um justine had never really had an interest in video games like she likes party games and like um, like dreamcast like i think we talked about before things like that 
but like she was watching me play the last of us and like kind of getting involved and like if i played a part without her she asked what happened mm-hmm. kind of like I, I watched an episode without her um and that's, that's it's kind of cool to see and um, just the benefits behind it too and um yeah it's in this uh, this uh venture beat article that you sent me um npd uh, the npd group uh, which tracks certain industries in this case video games um the report is titled 2020 evolution of entertainment and you think of all the evolutions that have happened this year especially technology related and this is it's just really cool to see like mm-hmm. you said like you said um and they're spending according to this report 26 more 26 percent more time playing video games yeah it's it's I, crazy it, it's really cool yeah, uh, the, some of the other stats that they provided, um, you know, age groups, 45 to 54. I don't know about you, but that's typically, you know, like that's you're an adult, you're in a you're in a job, you have your life for the most part figured out and you've got other responsibilities. I don't know what those are because I'm not an adult yet. Um, but to me, that was always that age group where it's like you that's when I'm not going to have time for video games. They increased their spending on video games by 76 percent. And then people aged 55 to 64, which would be past the age group that I just said, and I would expect them even less, but they also increased their spending 29%. And that's just, it it just blows my mind. And like, for me personally, I love video games so much. Like I, I, I play it. I play video games as much as if it were almost a second job for me. And, um, it's something that like my whole life and obviously things can change, but I've always thought like, I never want, like I'm going to be the only 70 year old who's still playing video games just because Mm -hmm. that's going to be who I am. And you know, it, it makes, this is making me realize that that's really not the case and that no people can still enjoy this kind of stuff and you will still will find your time to play and all that stuff. And it's just super exciting. Um, and as a 23-year-old, I'm happy to know that for the next, you know, 50-some years, I'll be able to keep playing video games like a fucking dork. <laughs> but yeah. But, but and, and, and you say that, but also the condescending nature of like, there, there was a point in my life where um, I almost felt like I couldn't tell people I played video games mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of people like define your personality based off of that. For sure. Um, it was mostly derogatory. But like now everyone is playing video games and I think some of that judgment has, I mean, I know some of that judgment has gone away and it's not just like older generations that are being condescending towards younger generations. I mean, even just like in your own cohort, um, you know, you could get these like athletic jockey people who don't play video games or at least say they don't. Um, so like basically saying you're a waste of space because you're playing video games and that's mm-hmm. just like and that that could be like a um you know they're not um competent in themselves and like they don't want to admit that they're playing it but it's just cool to kind of see, from my experience to see that kind of fade away and it's like video games are just a normal part of society now like people mm-hmm. want and you, you see with you know when the pandemic started switch is sold out because for the general public that's what they want to play mm-hmm the people who aren't really um, involved in gaming, but like want to get into it or want to kill time and know they can play with like people in in their house or whatever. Um, That's where they went. Like it was, it was immediate. It was overnight. Yeah. Um, It's just really cool to see that it's no longer kind of 
um, stigmatized. Right. And I, we've talked about it plenty as well. I mean, just look back. And I think this year is obviously a huge impact on all this. But, you know, think back to when we got our PS4s. We talked about how we got them day one, no hassle whatsoever. Um, you know, you still have the diehard people who camp out, but the demand wasn't nearly as high as it was this year, um, where it's near impossible. And that alone mm-hmm. is just so, you know, eye-opening to what you just said, how it's not as stigmatized anymore. I, I, I honest to God, I still have trouble telling people how much I play video games because I feel like I still will hear or feel backlash from them. But at the end of the day, I always say to myself, you know, after I didn't tell somebody that I play video games, I go, but what do other people do with their free time? I just don't understand. Like I have an abundance of free time. I know that's probably a problem that I should figure out um, instead of just playing video games. But like, what, like, what are people doing with their free time in in all seriousness? Like, yeah, but I mean, you also did something about it, and you kind of just took it, took what you love doing, and and became a content creator. Right. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, and then I think about it, where it's like, I'm well, theoretically, I'm technically not just sitting on my couch playing video games. Which there's nothing wrong if I was doing that, but I can kind of make myself feel better because it's like, well, I am doing, I am trying to do more than just that. I'm trying to make something out of this. You know, I love playing video games. And if I am playing for six, seven, eight, twenty hours a day. You know, I might as well try and turn some of that into and create something off of it, which is a lot of fun and obviously takes up a lot of my time as well. Um, but yeah, I don't know why, but that that is still something that I, I feel the stigmatism from kind of like what you were saying kind of years ago that we, we felt when we were younger. I still kind of have that that lasting effect. So reading something like this where. I'm seeing, okay, no, older generations are doing it just as much. You know, next time somebody wants to give me shit for it, I'll just pull up this article and say, well, you know what? Your dad and your mom, when you're not in the house, they're playing, um, uh, I don't know, <laughs> Twister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does this specifically say video games or did we read the article all Okay, no, yeah, it does. It's, it's video games, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's funny too, now kind of reflecting on it, like these people that like in my life who have been condescending towards it, like thinking about what they did in their free time, like it was mostly social media. And I, I'm outspoken, like I hate social media. Um, of course mm. I have it uh, as, as mostly a necessary evil. Um, but I'm not an active participant in it. And it's just funny the amount of time and you can look at this, the statistics for this too. The amount of people that the amount of time that people are spending on social media it's like okay so what is that doing for you like it's not like you're going there and reading edu- educational articles you know at least video games are kind of stimulating your brain and you know there are um and and we can talk about this a little bit too i mean there are studies on the mental health benefits of playing video games mm-hmm. um and you know even with problem solving skills, I, I will say, and I've, I've brought this up in, in interviews, um, video games have really helped me with my problem solving skills and like helping me think in creative ways because that's the only realm in which I really am creative. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. Yep. So it's, just, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. Like everybody has their own, um, you know, ways of learning and ways of conceptualizing things and stuff like that. And I feel like I don't do that in any better way than when I'm like playing video games. Um, I feel like, you know, it's just 
second nature to me the the various things you know I, I think about that often when I try to get like Shelby to like play something and um you know if she can't remember where the circle button or what button does what or something like that and I have to say the button mm-hmm. and for me I don't even like I just know that triangle is the top right button and you know it's it doesn't even click that I would maybe need to even explain like all that stuff so it's like it's crazy how like I said this has just become like second nature to me but there are people who pick it up a controller and have no idea what they're doing with it and stuff like that um yeah it I agree it definitely the learning aspects of it uh there's definitely tons of educational benefits I definitely know that for my own mental health it's huge um because it's a way for me to kind of shut off and just I'm very introverted so it's a way for me to decompress it's the best way for me to decompress honestly um is to just sit and and do nothing (laughs) essentially but still doing something I've never understood the whole doom scrolling through any social media um I do it on Twitter from time to time but uh that's really the only social media I'm that active on uh but you're you're right you basically pointed it out before this you knew people who would basically probably sit on facebook twitter um i don't know how much people do it on instagram since that's mostly pictures and stuff but you just scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and just a lot of times it's bad news stuff like that instagram was i think the biggest culprit i mean it was to the point where instagram had to add a feature that said you've already seen this shit oh like Damn. it used to be, yeah. I mean, I, and I would talk to people. I would talk to, um, you know, especially in college, they would they would say like, yeah, I just I scroll through Instagram and then I close it, and then no more than ten seconds later, I reopen it again and scroll through the new the couple new things that have popped up in the ten seconds that I wasn't on, and then all the same shit, mm-hmm. hoping to see something new. It's a it, it's gambling. It's a dope. <laughs> no, it's I, the same yeah. psychology. Yep. Whereas, like, yeah, video games, like, that involves a lot of dopamine, but at least there's, like, you have to do something to get it, you know? It's, right. it's I, I, in my opinion, more rewarding because it's not just handed to you. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do I do that with Twitter. I, I will close out of Twitter and then go right back to it and try and see if there's anything new. Um, maybe not necessarily yeah. 10 seconds later, but I do do that quite often i think for me though i have the uh i i don't follow too many people on twitter um i would imagine the obviously the more people you follow the more it quickly updates and is providing you new and more stuff because Mm -hmm. the more people you have the more people are consistently tweeting and whatnot so i do have that you know benefit uh going for me that i'm not following too many people so then therefore i don't you know see too much new stuff so i'll i'll open it see the three or four new tweets and then i close out of it again and then maybe maybe open it about an hour later scroll um but yeah i i'd much rather just spend my time if i have free time (laughs) playing video games essentially right um but yeah it's it's exciting um like i said that that more people are playing more people are spending on it that's innately good for the industry that we are you know talking about consistently like we want to see this industry do good um and i think you you have an article about um you know like the actual mental health and stuff right 
Yeah, uh, a study from Oxford, which uh, came out on November 16th. Um, so I think we just missed this for our last episode. I'm kind of glad we saved it. Um, a study was done. Uh, it was um, August through August through October um, of people playing video games, and then um, they did surveys of I and I believe it was self-reported of you know how you felt emotionally, mentally, things like that. Mm-hmm. And this, um, this research found that essentially, you know, to, to keep it short, that it didn't matter how much time you spent playing for most people, it had a positive effect. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I want to say, I wish I could say all people, but there was um, obviously other cases. No study is perfect. No, it's not a cure for for um, mental illness. Um, because they said that like people who there there was there was previous research that um, people who had psychological needs uh, that weren't being met in the real world might report. Um, that playing video games made it worse if they had that satisfaction in the video game. Mm-hmm. Um, and just for uh, clarity, I did basically just state that from this Oxford site. Um, so it's not perfect, but um, the fact that in in general, it's making people feel better with limited amount of time. Yeah, the uh, Venture Beat article. And, and the, the underlying study to that so that people are spending more time playing video games is great, but it doesn't take much. Right. We'll feel better. They could go in. And so they used um, Animal Crossing and uh, one of the Plants vs. Zombies games. Mm-hmm. And essentially, like, you could go into this game, spend 10 minutes and accomplish one thing, and that was enough to make people feel better and um just just report you know more you know a a positive well-being in general um and i want to find there's a specific line in here that really stuck with me okay it says and I'm, i'm quoting this directly from this uh oxford article Um, It says, the study suggests that experiences of competence and social connection with others through play may contribute to people's well-being. And it says, indeed, those who derived enjoyment from playing were more likely to report experiencing positive well-being. So basically, if the game made you feel good in that moment, it Mm -hmm. made you feel good in general. Right. From how you're bringing this article. And that's, that's just, that's really cool. Um, you know, as someone who does use video games as an escape. Um, I can't say what video games have done for me enough. It's, it's you know, if especially during COVID, you mm-hmm. know, if you just need an escape. Um, and I think you have to be careful. Like, for example, like, I wouldn't recommend playing Watch Dogs Legion right now if you're really concerned about what's going on in the world because I think it's just the, just the paranoia will kill you. But <laughs> a game like Animal Crossing, and Nintendo is, is, in my opinion, the best at this. 
like just these kind of like jolly, joyful games that can really take you away. It's, it's, it's really cool. And I'm glad there's research coming out from major universities. I mean, from coming from Oxford, that's, that's huge. And uh, I mean, it's 2020, so I'm sure people can discredit Oxford uh, as much as, as anything, but coming from a major institution for something as, you know, what used to be trivial as video games, mm-hmm. it's, it's huge. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, you kind of said like, you know, it's an escape, right? And so it's an escape that is effective. You know, it you can have, you know, you know for for a while there with covid and everything you know it's maybe not as bad depending um but when this was all first coming out and stuff was just really bad i mean it's still covid's still really bad and we don't have it under control in any way um but when when new stuff was coming out about it it's just every day was just it was just shit like it's every day sucked and literally to get away from it playing you could play video games and a lot of people were doing animal crossing because Oh great, I'm I'm stuck inside and like this sucks and all that stuff. But I have this game I can play with some friends, you know. Even if we get on and kind of like you said, do ten to you know maybe like a half hour to do your your chores. Essentially, is what it is. Um, right. <laughs> you're doing something that innately doesn't normally make you feel good. You know, who who loves to take out the trash? Who who gets like such a satisfying feeling from that? Um, Pay your mortgage. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, with no interest. So, you know, the game could be a little more realistic, but uh, yeah, it's great. It's great. And you get like that dopamine feeling of happiness from doing these small, fairly trivial tasks. Um, I'm interested, you know, for me personally. So like The Last of Us Part Two is dark. It's gritty. It has it has its, you know, uh, I said dark already, but it has its moments, right? Where it's it's bleak and 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 awful, and you you hate everything and whatnot. Um, I personally, I saw a lot of people, and this could have just been a complaint to have a complaint about the game. I saw a lot of people say, like, mm-hmm. should you really deliver such a dark game during a time like this? But for me, it was different. It wasn't the same whatsoever. It was a story. I, it's no different than watching a movie at that point. I don't care what the movie's about. It's not real uh, unless it's unless it's a documentary, and then it is. Um, but, you know, if I'm watching a movie, um, if I'm watching Interstellar, and they're talking about black holes, and, you know, two weeks ago a huge black hole just emerged and was sucking us in i would still i would i would escape i I would still feel an escape personally and i know that i would appreciate just what it is that i'm playing and what it is that's going on the general story that's being told and all that so i'm curious if they would have done a study like that because for the most part i would say that you know plants versus zombies what which one was it it's the uh battle for neighborville yeah I, i believe those games are fairly bright um you know, kind of cartoonish and you know whatever animal crossing is obviously very um in your face happiness 24 7 essentially um so i'm curious if they would have done something with a game that maybe wasn't just always rainbows and sunshine if if they would say mm-hmm. like oh and when something bad happens in a game like last of us 2 for example people you know said that they felt bad 
bad afterwards or something like that because then that would right. just that would further show the impact at the very least um but i i wouldn't be surprised if people still felt better in a better in a, like a better mood because of like completing something and and putting time into something you know that that kind of feeling right and you don't have to play the last of us too i mean i, I <laughs> yes, you, get, yes you I do really get with these people well yeah you do because it's the <laughs> best game that's ever come out ever but um like if, if you don't think you're in a good enough mental spot mm-hmm. to, to play it then then save it and you know it's kind of this tricky spot where you know we could get through covid and um you know you want to say okay it's time to play it and i i, I would you know i don't want to see this report but I could imagine that people are probably going to report PTSD if they play if they wait until after COVID to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say for me, as someone who has more or less come to terms with COVID, and I just want to respect what the experts are saying about it and just try to get out of this. It this game, um, it did make me think. It did make me think about COVID. I'm not going to say it didn't. But it also added this whole other dimension, like that I could not even begin. Like when I was playing uh, Last of Us Two in twenty thirteen or whenever it came out, 2014, 2013, I think. Like I couldn't have even imagined a world where that was a reality. That's true. But now, now playing The Last of Us Part Two in and and we're this we're nowhere near that. It would be a huge exaggeration to say <laughs> yes. so, but like. Like to just just to think like what if you mm-hmm. know it it um it was still an escape even though like it was more relatable now right right and sometimes it's and great I'm when sure, it's like, immersive yeah and like I don't think you and I've spent enough time playing the division too because <laughs> I bet it would be super similar that's a um, great point so just just for me. You know, and you know, I I work a lot, and I am a graduate student, so it's really hard for me sometimes to get into video games. Playing The Last of Us Part Two when I did, just really kind of like it, it was unlike any other video game experience I've ever had. Mm-hmm. So, I I think there's there's two sides of it. Yeah, like people have every right to question, like, is this the right timing? But there are other games. And just play it when you're ready or don't play it at all. I think we've said that enough with this is uh, checkbox number five. Um, <laughs> you know, you don't need to send people, developers, death threats uh, because you don't agree with something about a game or how it was delivered. Um, mm-hmm. Man, I'm ripping through this checklist today. You are. Um, <laughs> but and, and anyway, it's just it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, but it was for me, it was still an escape to a world that was all too similar. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I think, you know, for me personally, like I said, video games always provide that escape for me. And so I would think that I would roll very, fairly similarly to the findings where regardless of the game, but that was just something that I kind of uh, thought about. And I think you kind of said it, you know, people are going to react and experience a game differently depending on their own you know, bias or uh, past or whatever um, and how they just interpret current events and, and, and things like that. So, you know, that's the other great thing is that the way you experience a game is almost always wholly unique to how the next person does. Um, and that's just another great thing about them. 
it was kind of funny. So the other day I was playing Madden, and <laughs> Justine walks in, and um, she's like, and, and I was playing in my my living room, and I was standing obscenely close to the TV. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> she walks up behind me, and she's like, "The fuck are there people in the stadium for?" <laughs> It's just, it's broken us so much. It's like, honestly, to the point where like EA should have, and honestly, it probably would have helped the game a lot to not have fans in the game at all, to make it more realistic. <laughs> That's funny. That's actually really we funny. We're so broken. We can't play video games or watch TV or commercials or, or do anything where like they show a crowd. <laughs> what's wrong with these people? Don't they understand what's going on right now? Oh my god! That's... I think we've just started playing this game where we just assume that uh, everything recorded in the old world is a new world Trump rally, <laughs> and that makes it easier for us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Well, going off of that, I guess. Boxing um, six politics. Nice. Um, the, uh, there was another article, another study or data was released or leaked, um, that shows, uh, PlayStation users. So you can maybe try and stretch this across the board, but this article specifically points out PlayStation users spend more time on offline games. Now I have a couple of things that would, um, maybe contribute to that. Um, but I find that very interesting. Um, I find that personally exciting. I love single player games. I would love to see and the continuation because there are plenty, um, but the continued development of more single player games. Um, I certainly like the aspect of being able to play with others, but I certainly don't need to keep seeing, uh, reskinned battle royales, you know, every week and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, this is again, it's pointing out Sony. So that's a huge flag, in my opinion. Sony has a ton of exclusives that are single player games. To point those out, Last of Us Part Two, Spider Man, God of War, Days Gone, Horizon, all of those are single player games. I probably missed a couple, uh, Uncharted. Um, and, you know, with Sony, because they are, that's always like the excuse at the end of the day of why you would choose one over the other typically it feel I've, it always feels like well they have exclusives um and you know they're, they're like i said they're all single single player games and so if you are playing on a playstation i i would like to think that a lot of people are branching off of their call of duty time to play the last of us part two and to to take time away from Fortnite to play um um, God of War, and, and so it does. It's not super surprising to me, like I said, when it when it's put out like this. And then on top of that, you look at the PS5, and you know, run through the the PS5 release games. You know, a lot of those are single player games. You've got Call of Duty, and then I want to say, for the most part, you know, you can maybe help me out if there are others. But for the most part, what you're looking at is a lot of single player games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. I can't really think of any big multiplayer games that came out at launch. Um, I didn't pay too much of attention because I didn't want to hurt myself, but because <laughs> I knew I was going to be able to play any of them anyway. Right. But yeah, I mean, uh, 
as far as other big releases, like Assassin's Creed was in there, but obviously majorly a single person game. Do mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed games have multiplayer anymore? I haven't played um, one in so long. So. The only thing that is like multiplayer about it is really it just has a social feature at least odyssey had it i think origins did as well where you could take pictures and then those would pop up for other people at those locations um you can create levels or like story missions essentially i think they had that in odyssey oh really um but nothing that you would do cooperatively or pvp or anything in that in that sense gotcha um, um so the article is interesting and i think i align with some of these things um so it says that single player game experiences come with caveats and they have four here um the first one no idea how long i might need don't play unless i have two plus three hours i definitely think that's a, a great point with single player games i know i personally almost always have the time to like put a good bit into a single player game so that's why i do continuously play a lot of single player games um that being said sports games are typically my game where if i only have a little bit of time maybe i can get in a quick game of mlb or madden or nba i do understand that a lot of people do that with you know battle royales and um other games where as soon as you die you're done whatever you move on and then go do something else so i do certainly understand that um uh, it takes a lot of time to scan through long help videos when stuck. This one I'm not really uh, that aligned with. However, I don't get stuck too often because I am the ultimate gamer. Uh, how to engage socially gamer, without risk of... Gamer God or whatever you're <laughs> Gamer God because first initial S and born in December, baby. Um, how, how to engage socially without risk of spoilers. I definitely understand that. Um that would yeah. be the reason to like hop on Last of Us Part Two as fast as possible because you don't want something like that spoiled. Um, and forgot what I was doing in this game last time. Hard to get back in, and that is a huge one. Um, yeah. I think everybody has that, and you know the worst is when you put when you just started a game and for whatever reason you move on to something else. So you only put in maybe you know two total hours, and so then you're like you have that hard decision of do I start over. Or do I try to pick up where I left off? And then maybe that's where part two, where it takes a lot of time to scan through long videos when stuck. Maybe that's where that kind of comes into play as well. But um, is any of this really that surprising to you? Or, you know, are you kind of with me in, in the the whole, yeah, this it definitely makes sense for Sony, if not across the board, realistically. My only caveat I want to add is that sometimes I get so drunk that I can't remember what I played the next day <laughs> and I have to restart. <laughs> i tried to stick uh keep drinking to multiplayer games because it helps me cope with um just not being great um, but yeah I, I i think that you know you pointing out that this is sony is that's a that's a big deal because i don't know that the study would hold up for pc and xbox mm-hmm. um it's just um or, or uh, i would i would think it would hold up for nintendo you're not you're not buying a, a switch to do multiplayer on unless it's like local or mm-hmm. animal crossing i guess but um yeah i i think for sony it's huge that's that's why i love sony so much i mostly stick to single player games i so years and years and years ago basically during the ps3 generation i almost only played multiplayer 
basically just Call of Duty. That was it. That's all I played. Um, and I loved that, but it just it's not that like I got to a point where like I felt people were better than me to the point where like it just wasn't enjoyable. It's just I don't get the satisfaction. I don't think I'm achieving anything, mm-hmm. and I think I'm just to the point in my life where I have so little time to play video games that I want it to like. I don't. Know, I want to feel like I'm achieving something while I'm doing it, and like coming mm-hmm. in, in a, a, a Call of Duty match doesn't doesn't do that for me. Oh, um, yeah. but yeah, with with Sony, it's huge. Um, that's my biggest regret with getting the series x over the ps5 is that the sony games are just so good and i don't need to rant on this because we've had episodes about it um our last episode was almost solely about what games we're looking forward to in this generation and i feel like we almost only talked about sony i think uh, you're right games (laughs) so i don't need to go on about that um but i do think that xbox and microsoft understand that and that's why we've seen you know this Mm -hmm. big buyout of developers but there's like i don't know i want to be proven wrong i don't think there can be an xbox game studios game that would get me as invested in a game as any of the um sony games would but i think that microsoft is going to get better and maybe in you know mid-generation we can look at this article again and say, yeah, like Microsoft is there where at this point, like PC is the place to go. If you like only love multiplayer. Uh, but for me, it makes me, it makes me feel validated. Um, <laughs> Cause I thought that I was in the minority. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't really, I, I don't really play like the, like you said, the can battle Royale games uh, every now and then. Uh, but I, I I played a lot of Warzone for a while. Eventually, just kind of it got old, and The Last of Us came out and kind of got me out of it. But I feel validated for sure. Yeah, I um, yeah, I I, I never I used to play Call of Duty. Um, we both did. We played a lot of. I don't know when did you fall off of it. I fell off. I played Black... I was good at Black Ops, so I enjoyed Black Ops. And then Modern Warfare 3 came out, and then Black Ops 2, and then I think I I got Ghosts on... which was the first on the next gen when PS4 came out, I I believe. Mm -hmm. And I was god-awful at it, and it was just bad in general. And I believe the Call of Duty community backs me there, which is the only time that we agree. And... um, (sighs) Then at that point, I just fell off of it. I was like, I'm paying $60 a year for the same game. I already do that with MLB. Let's just do it once instead of twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say Modern Warfare 3 was my breaking point. I I got that, but I got it late. I got it. It might have been eight to... It could have been anywhere between eight months to a full year after it came out that I actually got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did not like it. I played. I, I did play it. I played it a good bit. But I found myself, like, at that point, people were still playing Black Ops. 
So mm-hmm. I went back and played Black Ops, or even like Modern Warfare Two servers will were still there, and they mm-hmm. weren't too atrocious with hacking and such. Right. Um, Modern Warfare Three is where I fell off. I got Ghosts. Um, I played a good bit of it, but I was mostly playing uh, Killzone Shadow Falls online at that mm-hmm. point because I kind of wanted to just like move on and find a new franchise for online, and it reminded me more of Halo and even though I didn't really play a lot of Halos online at the time or before that, I liked it a lot. Um, and then I got Black Ops 2 and 3, and I didn't like either of those. Um, I think I got Advanced Warfare, and that's when they had like the double jump and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like... I did, I did play that for like a solid month and like played the hell out of it. But it just got really old real quick. Yeah, I think for me, it's just because I'm bad. Like, I'm just bad at them. Like, you know, I I do have the time to put into them. Whereas, like, I guess previously I technically didn't with, like, high school and then college and stuff. Like, I actually probably have more time technically um, than then with, like, doing, like, extra stuff. Um so maybe but like i always felt like that was my issue was that like well everybody has literally had eight hours to put into this that i haven't yet been able to so i'm getting my shit pushed in i'm not getting better and then you know well now i have to get off while everybody continues to put in you know an extra 24 hours essentially because people are freaking crackheads when it comes to call of duty so that was that was go ahead sorry no, I was just going to say, so I think that's really what did it for me is that I just couldn't keep up with these people. And so I just stopped. I was like, I'm not having fun anymore. And like you said, before we got into the Call of Duty talk, it's like when you play a single player game, you feel accomplished at the very least. Unlike when you die 25 times in a game of team deathmatch um, and you lost every single 1v1 fight you came down to and all this other crap, you know, so yeah and that's and that's kind of interesting too now i i think that and i almost wonder if this is where this stems from that people like you said are playing like online games like fortnite and um fall guys and warzone like a ton like they treat this like a full-time job they're playing eight to twelve hours per day and they're getting really good so for the average person like the average working person uh or a person in school that only gets to play a couple hours, you know, a week if they're lucky. Um, mm-hmm. You can't, it's hard to just go into a game and enjoy it. Um, and I know I said before, like, I didn't stop playing multiplayer games because I wasn't good at them before. Um, that was really before the whole streaming world came out and everyone's like, man, I might be able to, and unfortunately people think this can, they can just do this overnight, but but man, if I actually like play this and practice it, like it's a sport, I can get good at this mm-hmm. and I can be my own platform. Um, so I think like with Fortnite, for example, why I stopped because I didn't, I didn't play for, I played right when it came out and I, I, I liked it. I, I didn't get the building thing. Like that just didn't do it for me, Yep. but I could play it and I could win games and I could enjoy myself and I didn't play for a while. And when I came back, I just, I couldn't. I, mm-hmm. I, I would get into a game and somehow die on the bus before the game even started. Just, that is an exaggeration, but I, it was just the, the disparity was that big. 
Right. So now that now that I'm talking through this, I wonder if we can kind of put all the pieces of the puzzle together here. More people are playing video games now. And I'm guessing the people that have jumped on this year aren't really, maybe like Fall Guys, but they're probably not really jumping into these multiplayer games because they're not enjoyable for the average Joe. Could be. Or Jane. And so they're playing single-player games. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's a relationship there. Yeah, I mean, I was just talking about last night, Worms Rumble just came out. Um, it's like a multiplayer shooter, basically. It's 2D, though, and it's Worms, like, you know, the Worms games. Um, yeah, yeah. And it was, it just it literally just came out yesterday and was free on PS Plus, so it got, like, the, the Rocket League and Fall Guys treatment in that sense. Okay. And... Um, I, I literally said to Shelby, I was like, I think I have the opportunity to be the best Worms Rumble player ever. And so I started playing it and I didn't even, I, I only played two games, but um, no, because people are already good at it. <laughs> There's just no freaking way. Um, it is pretty fun though. So I would recommend if you have PS Plus, download it, get it for free and uh, give it a shot. Maybe you'll be the best at it, you know? barrier to entry is it's relatively low we're only three days into it two days into it whenever you're listening to this so but uh yeah i, I think mean, you're right i think probably be better than tim the tap man <laughs> than he is at fall guys or like anything that's like yeah. a team game i yep. love tim don't get me wrong but <laughs> it's just funny to see how you can make hundreds of thousands of dollars and be so bad at video games <laughs> yeah i'm but still trying I'm still trying. I guess I'm just not entertaining or I'm too good. So one or the other. I was going to say, you're probably just too good. So maybe like <laughs> more. All right. Yeah, I'll I'll do my best. I'll have to learn the ways of sucking. Um, anything else to touch on with either of these topics? Um, yeah. I just, I, I think it's cool. I, and it's funny. We didn't, I don't think we really planned this, but the three you know, the three things, the three topics we, we talked about here, how much they relate yeah. and how it's just, um, how it's just, uh, improving video games in general, um, and people's lives, uh, not to be uh, corny about it, but it, it's, there's, it's literally helping people's brains, uh, which is, which is huge right now. Definitely. Definitely. And I, I think it's cool. We'll see. Um, I think video games are going to involve, evolve even more because of this, because there's more people playing. There's more investment in video games. So uh, one, there's more incentive for developers to make better games because they are not that they weren't before, but even more so on the world scale, the mm-hmm. world stage. Um making better games uh, and uh i think there's just a lot of kind of fringe benefits from uh the having more buy-in from the general public i think it'll be uh i think it's just going to make video games really they're really really good now but i'm just excited to see what's going to come in the next you know five even ten years yeah i'm excited for the future of gaming <laughs> cloud <laughs> uh something something yeah, we'll crunch for the rest of our checklist was <laughs> crunch yeah 
Um, Did I read that uh, CDPR is doing another mandatory crunch? We don't have to go about this, but I wanted to see if you read the same thing I read. Um, no, I didn't see anything beyond the the first go around. You know, whenever that was, like three episodes ago, four episodes ago at this point. Gotcha. I thought I read something. Interesting. I, I'm not going to look it up because I don't want to have a 40 yeah. minute rant. There's on. no time. There's just no time. We got to wrap it up. So, what game are you excited for? Well, I don't even think I have to say it. You do. You have it's to. Got, it's in your contract. It's got Keanu Reeves in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that it? <laughs> Is Man, there... It's John Wick Hex. <laughs> Not a new game, but coming out for Xbox One and Nintendo Switch. There you go. Okay. Okay. Was there another Keanu game coming out, or? Uh, I don't think he really didn't really think he did video games. Okay. I don't even know if this is his voice. It's just his likelihood, likeness, likeness, likeness. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. John Wick Hex. I like it. Um, mine is. Hold on, um, let me guess. Go ahead. FIFA twenty one. No, Did that already come out. I'm no. Off. Get out of here. No, it's uh, it's Temtem. Comes out on the PlayStation Ooh. Five December eighth. Very excited for it. Actually, like I'm being genuine here. Um, I'm very excited for this game. Tell me about it, cause it's, I know it looks cool. It's basically. It's basically a Pokemon game. I believe it's all multiplayer, though. Like, I think you're online at all times and, like, you see other people moving around. I could be wrong about that. But it's basically like Pokemon. It's like a monster building team game type thing. Fortnite. No, not like Fortnite. And I believe it's building. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, I think it came out on. It's it's out on PC, but I guess it's coming out to, on PlayStation. I don't know if it came out on anything else, but that's December eighth. And then if we're if we're being serious, uh, but we've talked about it too much, Cyberpunk that does come out tentatively December tenth next week, one week away. Yeah, it's been one week. Did you see uh, the uh, <laughs> Cyberpunk Twitter? Uh, I think they, I don't know if they commented on like an Xbox Twitter post that said like, what is one thing that video games have taught you? Oh, no, I didn't. Twitter team (laughs) commented back and said patience. (laughs) That's good. It's like, yeah, at least you you know you're no. Yeah, they're self-aware. Yep. Yeah. I I do want to. Yep. Go ahead. No, real quick, one thing with Cyberpunk that I did want to touch on that I thought was really cool, and I'm literally just going to say it, we're not even going to talk about it, but they have a feature that they added that um, allows you, if you're creating content with it, so videos or if you're streaming it, you can turn off um, licensed music, and then they have a whole library of, uh, or wait, I think I have that wrong, but like so you won't get any copyright strikes they have they have music specifically licensed i should say so that's really neat and it's like a very cool move on their part do they have like actual songs on there i'm assuming like gta and stuff how like they have like 
stations. I'm assuming they probably have something like that, but I'm guessing they have like, you can probably just go like buy like a genre and like you can just have like elect- uh, electric funk or something, just like beats going. I almost wonder, and I, I, I thought this was pretty cool. I saw this last night. Um, Grimes, I don't know if you know her. She's kind of like, a, a, I don't know what her, she's, she's, she, she crosses a lot of genres. So I, I don't think I could really classify her to one, mm-hmm. but it's uh, Elon Musk's mm-hmm. girlfriend. Baby mama. Um, she is one an NPC in the game, and, and two, I'm assuming maybe has music in it, and, they, and so maybe that's some of it. Yeah, some of it. But yeah, I am. I am excited. Uh, I think I've decided. So I, I went back and forth. I thought about getting this for Stadia, um, but I was reading an article and I watched the video myself that um, it's it's okay looking but Mm. compared to like what it can be on series x and ps5 they're like it's just completely like a a totally different class so i don't think this this game is going to be like the game of a generation i think Um, Mm -hmm. so i want to play it in the absolute best way i can that's not a yep which is why i'm not playing it on ps4 and i'm going to wait you are i know we talked about this last time you were unsure yeah i've decided because part of me is like i'll if i got it when it comes out i'll beat it before i get a ps5 but what if i'm only like halfway through it when i get a ps5 and then i start playing on ps5 and then i have that realization of i could have been playing it like this the entire time and i don't want that Uh to happen so if i have to wait until march or freaking june or freaking next december then i guess i will because i need to play this game the best it can possibly be played yeah yep all right well complete sidebar hold on no no sidebar okay see you next week <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> um <laughs> So I, I don't I genuinely don't give a shit about that John Wick's game uh, John Wick hex game. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I do want to say a game that I am excited about, um, and I know nothing about it other than it's on a list in front of me, and it's Orwell's Animal Farm. Mm-hmm. Big fan of the book, so I guess it's just a game adaptation of the book, or at least you know to some extent. Uh, but that's coming out for PC on the 10th. So while I won't be playing Cyberpunk unless Microsoft gets their shit together and my, my Xbox, uh, I will at least be playing that. It yeah. says it's supposed to come out for mobile as well, but this only says PC. Hmm. The, I'm interested to see what that game is. Yeah, I'm, I got to go look up YouTube videos after because I, I have no fucking clue. It could be the worst thing I've ever seen in my life, but I like the idea of it. Real quick sidebar cyberpunk no uh december 10th maybe (laughs) maybe (laughs) um all right that does it for this episode thank you all for joining us mike thank you for being you um i try try harder i guess uh thanks for the intro song uh that does it if you guys wouldn't mind 
leaving us a rating. I guess only Apple Podcasts, I think, has ratings. But if you want to show Spotify who's boss and give us a rating on there or on uh, Google Podcasts, um, you know, stick it to the man, as I like to say. That's my new catchphrase starting now. And if you could share this, that would also be greatly appreciated. We appreciate all of the, uh, you know, the, the, the listens and, and everything. So already, um, but any extra would also be greatly appreciated. Mike, any, any last we words? Were, uh, we were in a couple people's uh, top five Spotify podcasts. <laughs> Interesting. So if we happen, if we happen to be in that top five for you, give us a, give us a share on your, uh, your Twitter or the Facebook or wherever they let you share it. Yeah. On your, your Spotify wrapped. I got to look at the Spotify wrapped for us. They do one for podcasters. And let me oh, tell you, yeah, it's uh, super not interesting. I was like, yeah, I'll look at it. And it was like, okay, here are your stats for the year. And it was like, you released eight episodes. Wrong, we've released 10. Um, it was like, you've released eight episodes for a total of 500 minutes. And it was like, okay. And then it was like, and then I clicked next. And it was like, keep it up. And then that was it. <laughs> Yeah, that that whole thing is such crap. It's like last year it was super interesting. This year it just seemed kind of broken. Yeah, I think it was. I mostly... was not. <laughs> our our podcast was not in my top five, but I don't listen to it. Right. Same. On Spotify. Oh. I just don't listen to it. I'm listening to it right now. I'm living it. Unfortunately. All right. I'm out. Thanks for listening, everybody. Talk to you next week.